Hi everybody and welcome back to another nightly message. This week we're focusing on two more values of Newark UPC, which are community and service. We've already looked at honesty and kindness. And so this week, our focus is on community, which is that staying connected to the body of believers and service, which is staying involved in the service um, to further the Lord's kingdom. This past Friday, we had Dr. Littles on, and I know he addressed what the mission of the church is in this bizarre time that we still find ourselves in, in COVID-19. I know it's lasted longer than most of us have expected, but he talked to us about the church still having a mission, even in the midst of this. And so in that same vein, I'm going to say, I'm going to posit two things tonight about community and service, that these two things are as important to our salvation as the beautiful message of Acts 2 and 38, the water baptism and the spirit baptism with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Tonight, I want to look at uh, scriptures that follow Acts 2.38 out of chapter 2, Acts 2, which um, verses 42 through 47. If Acts 2.38 is how to be saved, then Acts 2 verses 42 through 47 is how we stay saved. And we're going to look at that together so let's go ahead and read. Verse 42 says, All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They had sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. So Acts 2, 42-47 directly follows the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. And so what did the early church, that first church in the book of Acts, what, what did they do after their Acts 2.38 experience? I want to go back and kind of look at this, these few verses verse by verse and draw out a few things related to community and service. Verse 42 says, All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals and to prayer. It says that all the believers devoted themselves. There was a devotion to this community of believers. Let's recall that um, several, most probably, of these believers were brand new. The outpouring of the Holy Ghost um, added to the church about 3,000 souls, the scripture says. And so now, 
these precious new saints saw the value and the necessity of having and being connected to a body of believers. And so it says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings, which we know were the words of Jesus Christ, and to fellowship, to, to meeting together, sharing in meals, and to prayer. Verse 43 says, A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. This awe is that healthy sense um, of that healthy fear of the Lord. And they knew that God was leading them. They knew that they were being spirit-led. And as a result of their obedience to one another, as a result of their commitment and their devotion to the community of believers, the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. God moved. Verse 44 says, And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. Whenever you have a group of people together, there's going to automatically just a natural consequence of being a part of um, a group is that there's going to be needs. And it says that their devotion to one another resulted in service to one another and service to those in need. There is a natural involvement when you stay connected. There's a natural need um, for service to one another when you stay connected to the body of believers. Verse 46 says, They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. I kind of giggled when I read this because it says they worshiped together, they met together at the temple each day. And if you recall before March, which is when COVID um, happened and we stopped in person, meeting in person, we had opportunities to gather together I'd say three, maybe four times a week. We have small groups, and then we had corporately. We had um, Wednesday nights were for the youth, and then Sunday we have a morning and evening service. And then we have prayer service on Sunday as well. So we had about four opportunities to corporately to meet during the week. Since COVID, since March, and we've gone to our digital campus, we have six opportunities out of seven days in a week uh, to meet together. Now, it's over the internet and it's across our screens, but the body of Christ has an opportunity to come together and hear the word of God and share in worship and in teachings and uh, with one another. So I kind of giggled at that. Look at that. Something, uh, uh, what came out of COVID is that we're meeting more actually than we did before COVID, albeit in a new way, but still meeting more than we did before. Perhaps we're more scriptural. We're a more biblical church, folks. But 
Um, they did uh, meet uh, daily, and I love that this verse, or these two verses, it's 46 and 47, capture what happens when like-minded people, when the body of Christ meets, when we stay connected to um, fellow believers, there's encouraging, there's encouragement that goes on, there's joy, and um, there's fulfillment. I know that there is a deep uh, sense of lack in that right now. I know I've felt it. I know most of us have at some point in the past almost six months. Um, it's hard to feel fulfilled right now spiritually. Um, however, I hope that within these past several months that each of us is growing in that regard. How can we continue to stay connected? How can we continue to serve? And as a result, feel the fulfillment of that um, and experience joy and, ex and encourage one another uh, in new ways. Because obviously what we have been doing um, to feel fulfilled in those ways before March are not things that we have been able to continue to do in the past several months. So I just love that. As you know, when you get together with like-minded people, there is going to be joy. There's going to be, in, you are going to feel encouraged and you're going to feel fulfilled. Stay connected and stay involved. These are all good consequences of doing those things. And the second half of verse 47 says, And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. The beautiful message of this verse in the midst of where we are right now is that, yes, God can still add to his church, even if it's COVID-19. Even when we go back to in-person services, God can still add to his church. But how did that happen? It happened because God was faithful to the body of believers that devoted themselves to one another, saw the value in that, stayed connected, acted in service to add to his kingdom. And because of the obedience of the body of believers to the um, word of God, God added to the church. Isn't that beautiful? So as I was preparing for this tonight, I reached out for a little bit of help and uh, to one of our very own, Daisy Lara, and she provided some thoughts in a scripture that she has on the significance of community and service. And I want to share some of what she sent me, and I know it will bless you because it blessed me. She said, staying connected to the body of Christ is essential in our walk with Christ because our connections within the church are much deeper than other relationships. That kind of sounds like Acts 2 and 42. Having diversity in the church is a blessing because we need the different gifts that others bring to the table for the common good. Well, goodness, that kind of sounds like Acts chapter 2 and uh, verses 45 and 46. Even though we're all different, we're still interdependent on one another. She uh, gave me the scripture, 1 Corinthians 
12 and 26, which reads, if one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. What I take from that, and thank you, Daisy, for your insights um, and for sharing what the importance of the community of believers means to you. Because what I take out of that is that if you think that you don't matter, if you think that in the COVID-19, it doesn't matter if you don't connect um, on in, in small groups, it doesn't matter if you don't tune in to the nightly broadcasts, it doesn't matter if you don't place a phone call to someone and tell them you've been praying for them or offer them some encouragement or just check in on them. If you think that you don't matter in this season of the life of the church, you could not be more mistaken. Please hear us, and I know I represent the pastoral team when we say we need you. This message is a reminder that it is important that each and every one of us know that we want everybody to stay connected to the community of believers through this bizarre time. If it's, if it's, it's never been more important. It's never been more important. Please stay connected. And beyond that, please stay involved. We need each other. We need each other. Romans 12 and 5 says, In Christ, we though many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. It is evident, and we've heard this time and time again, it's evident when your pinky is missing. I can't. All right. <laughs> it's evident when a leg is missing. It, the body does not operate in the same way. It doesn't function in the same way. It doesn't function in the way that it's intended to. Same with the body of Christ. When somebody is missing, when somebody, and I'm going to get to this in just a minute, is disconnected, when somebody is isolating themselves from staying connected to the body, to the community of believers, God's church is not functioning the way he intended it to function. God, we want everybody to find their place in the body of Christ and remain connected. Because if we're not connected, then that means we're disconnected. And disconnection can, can lead to things like isolation. We already looked at the good consequences that come out of staying connected. Encouragement, joy, fulfillment out of Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. There's other things too. Those are just the ones I'm mentioning now. But the consequence of isolation, it's the opposite of those things. The consequence of isolation could result in the losing of a soul. Nobody wants to think about that. Nobody wants to go there with that. Because community and service are essential to our salvation. If we look at the scriptures and the passage in Acts, it's essential.
to our salvation, in our spiritual health, in our spiritual growth. Whereas isolation and being disconnected causes spiritual um, decline or spiritual death. The opposite is true for remaining connected and remaining involved in service. You will have opportunities to spiritually grow. How can that be possible in the midst of COVID-19? Everything's different. Everything's so different that it seems like the church is almost on pause, on hold. But again, don't be mistaken because um, th- th- that's the furthest from the truth. That's the furthest from the truth. And we've been hearing that Pastor Leela, Dr. Littles, and many other messages, there is still a purpose for the church in this season. So do not be mistaken that we are waiting to be able to go back to staying connected, that we're waiting to be able to go back to serving. Oh, no. Oh, no. Those things are happening now. Let's all be a part of that. And I know that Many of us who are listening tonight are those who are trying to stay connected, who desire to stay connected and involved. And that's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. If this goes on for six, mo- for six more months, God forbid, I hope that you're still the ones that are connected and you're still the ones that are staying involved. But um, this message tonight is also to those who um, need to be reconnected to the body of believers. It is essential. If you haven't heard anything else tonight, hear that. It is essential to remain connected. And the opportunities that we have tried to provide here um, at Newark UPC through our digital campus are nightly devotionals, six out of seven days of the week, one of the nights being Sabbath. But we have six opportunities in the evenings to be connected a week. And we have our small groups. If you're not yet connected to a small group or you know someone that um, should be um, or would like to be, those are offered every other week. And there's opportunities to connect every week um, on a Tuesday morning. And all of that information is on, I'm sorry, Tuesday and Thursday mornings. There's an opportunity to just simply check in and connect. And then we have our small groups um, every other week. All of that information is on newarkupc.info in our digital campus. And um, trying to provide these opportunities to stay connected and trying to provide um, real uh, suggestions for how to serve in this time. I know many of you are serving in ways um, that are in addition to what um, our nightly messages have done these engagements or these call to actions. But there's many other ways, I'm sure, that uh, we can find a way to serve and stay involved. And I know many of you have done that. So in this time where we may feel that we're being kept from assembling, don't be deceived. There are opportunities to continue to meet. And in fact, more than we've had before in our previous format before COVID-19. What I'd also like to draw out from the Acts chapter 2 verses 42 through 47 is that 
it wasn't where the body of believers met that was important. It's that the body of believers kept meeting. We don't want the enemy to believe that he has successfully disbanded the church. In fact, it's not true anyway. The church has continued to meet despite the new ways we've had to learn to do that. But that's what I want us to hear loud and clear tonight is that, yes, we want to get back to those in-person services. Everybody does. We all do. Believe me. We all do. I want to share my baby with all you and my kids. And, you know, it's good for them. It's good for all of us. However, what's important is that we as the body of Christ are continuing to meet always. COVID-19 might have changed how we meet, but COVID-19 has not, has not kept us from meeting. We still have the ability to do that. So let's continue to try and stay connected and stay involved as best as we can. I know I keep saying that over and over, but that is the focus of tonight. We can't wait for things to go back to normal. We don't know when that's going to happen. And honestly, that's not going to happen um, because things will never be like they were before March of this year. But they can still be blessed and they can still be good. And they are still spirit-led. Amen. So please, don't isolate. Don't disconnect. Stay connected. Um, I know we heard from Pastor Leela last week that isolation is going to hinder our spiritual growth but staying connected it's going to bring spiritual growth and it already has there's opportunities on newrqpc.info to share in those praise reports and please do it is so encouraging it is so encouraging um i think what i want to do I had another scripture, but I think right now what I want to do is just head to my call to action to, for this week. Our engagement this week is, it's simply this. If you haven't joined a small group, then please, please, we would love to have you. Go to newarkupc.info under our small group um, card on there, and there's a sign up. We would love to see you in our small group. If you uh, haven't been able to connect to our nightly broadcasts, I know kids are back to school. I know schedules are getting busier, not um, simpler. I know many, many, many of us, most of us are probably back to work. Please prioritize meeting together and finding that time in the evenings to tune into the broadcasts and continue to be spiritually fed and grow and challenged and to be fulfilled. You know, uh, I know that a lot of us listening tonight are, are doing many of these things. And so what I'd like to say to those of us who are connected, um, to those of us who are uh, remaining involved, um, reach out to somebody. If there's somebody that you know that um, has been disconnected or somebody that you haven't heard from or seen across the screens, 
uh, would you reach out to them and encourage them to remain connected and get connected um, and, and help them, help them to do that. We have people um, that can help with the computer side of things. We can take care of that. We just want to see that everybody is connected who desires to be. Amen. In closing, I just want to read a couple more words from Daisy Lara that she shared with me. She said, during these difficult times, it's important to remember to reach out to one another because we don't know how this is affecting our church family. We should be there to encourage and support one another. We also must remind each other that we are not alone. Yes. And even though things are different at the moment, we should look forward to the day when we're back to in-person services. Yes, there is a hope. And that hope propels us forward, forward as well. Even more of a motivator to stay connected to the body of believers. So, and now listen to this encouragement from Daisy. At the end of a rainstorm, there's always a rainbow. And this has been a rainy summer, but I feel like I've seen a rainbow after the rain. And it gives me comfort knowing that God is still working in the midst of this pandemic. Thank you, Daisy, for that reminder. That's a hand-raising, God-praising statement right there. God can't be stopped. Let's not allow ourselves as the church to be stopped either. He is moving forward. He is doing things with this season that are unknown to us, and some are known. Baptisms have occurred during this season. We've had several people, like I said, finding earlier, uh, finding ways to serve, things we've never th thought about, ways to encourage one another, simple phone calls, text messages, emails, Skype calls, Zoom calls, you know, there are ways that God is working in the midst of all of this and the creation of our digital campus. What a blessing that we, that the church has been able to um, establish something like that. I know it's blessed many of my family members. It's blessed several of my friends um, across the states. Uh, amazing, amazing time that we're in. Let's look at it in that way through the eyes of God. He is not made timid, uh, from this time. God is not stopped. Let's continue to move forward with him. And uh, I'd like to end with a scripture out of Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14. It says, For if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. Amen. If you would just pray with me, we'll close. Heavenly Father, we're just so thankful, God, for this word tonight and for the words that we've been hearing. I feel so encouraged, Lord, and I pray that the rest of those hearing, the rest of the church do as well. I feel lifted in my spirit. I feel excited about this season. I look forward to the future, God, as your church, because, God, you are the head of it. And in these circumstances that have changed so much, you are unchanged, God. Your mission remains the same. And Lord, I want to be a part of it. God, I want all of us to be a part of it. 
Help us, Lord, to encourage one another to stay connected, stay involved, and be a part of what you're doing in this season and in, in our world. We bless your name tonight, God. Keep us strengthened. Keep us lifted up, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen.